Hi everybody, welcome to Downfall, um, we do things that are podcasting. It's a podcast roidio thing. Yep, we record our adventures and for some reason you like it. <laughs> <laughs> well, they never said that. Well, our membership is going up and we have five ratings now on iTunes. Oh, so. okay. Really? Yeah. So all excellent, like all five stars. Yeah, so far. Do we need to read them or something? No, there, hey. there's no um, written reviews with them. It's oh. just the ratings. Well, if you write a review, then we will read it. Unless it's really filthy. Unless it's entirely. And then I'll file it away for blackmail. Then we'll read it amongst ourselves, not <laughs> and, online. And, yeah. and giggle like, you know, dirty middle school girls that we are. Okay. Right. Um, so last time, uh, the party was going through the Warrens. Hooray. And they fought some things, including some gelatinous cubes and some basilisks. Yep. And nobody died, although I thought somebody came close once. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. Um, I almost died. Again. Yeah. If you had and failed I didn't take any damage. <coughs> so, wait, are you like a sorcerer tank? Is that what was happening? You, sorcerer tank? Yes, actually. I'm trying to be a wizard tank. Yep. Yep. Yes, he is a wizard tank. Um, and, oh, yeah, and we got a new guy in our party. What? Wasn't that last session? That was last session. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was last session. With Caius. It is Caius. Caius, yep. Aurelius. No, Caius Antonius Varius. That's it. Cap. What happened? Um, uh, Day got bored. <laughs> yeah. Long story short, uh, Day doesn't fit in the party, has absolutely no motivation to be anywhere doing anything that the party is doing, so he's now a tavern keep. Full, full time tavern keep. Yeah. And um, I've started to write some pretty cool rules for how you guys can invest in your tavern to give tangible in-game benefits. His tavern. Invest in his tavern. Whatever. No, no, no. It's now definitely the party's tavern. Okay. Okay. Um, and so... Uh, go ahead, Jason. just, you know, go screw off or something. Uh, <laughs> hopefully not tavern. in front of the patrons. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you, know you guys want that maybe kind of Maybe that's what to pay him for. Yeah. I mean, that may be the direction you want to go. But, um... There's going to be something like seven or eight stats you guys can invest in, like quality of food and, you know, stuff like that. And it will quality have... Quality Yeah. And it will have benefits of things like um, you can start attracting a higher quality clientele, and I'll start giving you guys free friendships with people that are actually in positions of power. So the more you invest in your inn, the more connections you'll be able to build and people that will feel like they kind of owe you for providing an establishment that they now feel they can't do without. Sort of thing. Mm-hmm. You definitely can't do without it. Yeah. So I actually want it to be something that you guys can use as a tool. Um, I'd like actually to make it be your main source of income as well. <clears throat> Just because that would be an interesting way of doing loot. Yeah. So I'm be, okay with that. Yeah. yeah. It's a nice way to not have you to insert random loot in the middle, middle of, of a thing. Yeah. So it's kind of like Final Fantasy VIII. You yeah. have a salary. You can a house. <laughs> well, I think it's like, <laughs> you can't. Can we buy magic items? Technically, yeah, I guess, but... If you could find them. Yeah, I'll let you guys buy them. I mean, if, if you're cool with doing it that way, because I want your tavern to actually be, like, a integral part of the game. I'm fine with it. As long as you guys want it. I right. want it, man. <laughs> You'll have to name it, too, don't forget. So, um, well, now that obviously, I... Cades Hill. Yeah, that's actually pretty good. <laughs> yeah, I've got mine. Unfortunately, no. So, and Friends Tap. I think it should be named Daylight. 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 <laughs> Listeners, 
like all ten of you, actually, I think we have more like a hundred about now. Um, if you have any cool names for the tavern, send them to us, and we'll at least look at them, and hey, maybe we'll consider it if it's really good. That'd be a really cool way to name the tavern. That yeah. would be. Vote Cades Hill for 2015. Or submit whatever you want, but I don't really want to see a lot of penis references, so let's just... Let's just... I will say that if there are penis references, we will consider them very briefly, and then dismiss them. Right. But this episode, are okay. This episode will now be marked <laughs> explicit, explicit <laughs> on iTunes. I guess we have to do that, uh, don't we? So yeah. will not be marked explicit because we're talking about the anatomical subject. Oh, there you go. Anything this is true. It. We aren't actually talking about any action, and we don't intend to. So, Are we going to RP? <laughs> Please, let's RP. Please. But anyway. Suddenly a bit. Right. So you guys are about to leave the sewer part of the Warrens when um, a large grating on the wall suddenly bursts free, clanging into the room, and out slides Cade Hill, tied with linen uh, cords cords to a metal bed. And he comes sliding out of it, skidding across the floor, and comes to a stop like 30 feet from you guys, totally tied to this bed. And I'm assuming he's wearing a shirt. He's not wearing a shirt, but he is wearing his pants. That's up to him. He is wearing nothing. (laughs) (laughs) And he says, well, that was earth shattering. (laughs) Oh my. He looks, he looks, he looks directly at Morthok and goes, hey, big boy, you want to untie me? Please? Now we need to label it explicit? (laughs) I believe we do. (laughs) No. (laughs) We don't even know how to do that. (sighs) This is true. We don't. I walk over. And cast Mage Hand to untie him because I don't want to touch that. Very nice. Um, I, I take I take my equipment, which was hanging off of one of the bedposts, and don it. The, your what? My equipment. Equipment. I heard open. Equipment. I heard garment. His equipment. All right. Garment. He put on his garment equipment equipment. And <laughs> what took you so long? I was running late. Obviously, Martin had other business. I don't. I don't think you were running anywhere. <laughs> uh, when when you were, I think you were about to be ridden somewhere, though. When you are older, <laughs> when you are older, I will explain it. And I look at Caius and I go, "Who the heck are you?" <laughs> don't you wish you knew? I go. I'm not so sure. Caius, describe yourself since he doesn't know visually what you look like. Um. Caius is a uh, six-foot human who is very well-muscled. Um, he is a uh, human chimera, uh, meaning that he his eyes are heterochromatic and his hair is also um, more than one color completely naturally. His, I do not know if this is the way that they were before, but uh, his one eye is uh, a sea green, and the other is a very, very deep sapphire blue. So, so one is um, almost white in the how pale of a greenish blue it is, and his hair is um, is a very, very dark, dark brown and blonde, and it is, um, and he is wearing. Um, Full plate mail that looks as if it is um, dyed black, um, and 
it has spikes on it in various places where it looks like he would be able to um, ram people or hit them with his armor, such as elbows, knees, shoulders. His boots are spiked. Um, his uh, gauntlets are spiked and look very dangerous. Um, and after you don your armor and things, he walks over to you, sticks a hand out, and says, Caius Antonius Varius. You may call me Caius. You pleasure, are? Pleasure to meet you, Caius. My name is Hill. Cade Hill. And aren't you looking sharp? Oh my Hill. god. Cade Hill. Your joke is well appreciated. <laughs> you know, I can never hear a character description ever without thinking of the SNL sketch. Ever. Which SNL sketch? Which? I Attack the Darkness. Oh, God. That's not SNL. It's Drunken Alewives. No, but I thought they did it on SNL. No. Really? Nope. Not every sketch show is SNL. No, but I thought I'd actually seen it at one point. But anyway. Anyway. It always makes me think of that. Every every single time. Yeah. And you can just call me K. Or Mr. Hill. Well, if you're an enemy, you so call then, me Mr. Hill. The woman that, I'm assuming woman, you would have been with, would she have been under Hill? <laughs> this is definitely <laughs> being rated explicit. Um, I do believe if you had looked at my position previously, it would have been over Hill. <laughs> Fair point. <clears throat> All right, anyway. <laughs> I walk also, over this also reverse Hill. Also, never mind. <laughs> I am walking also, over to I should point out also... Um, strapped across Caius's back is a back or, or a set of bagpipes and a hurdy gurdy. Oh god! That's and he hurdy. plays them very, very exceptionally well, and the music that comes out of them is horrible. <laughs> like all like of the a... notes and everything like that, and his timing, his you know, he is technically sound and has absolutely no. Proficiency playing them at all, like um, weird. Like if someone was an expert but playing a song that was written to be as horrible as possible. Yes. <clears throat> Noted. So modern. He's quite adept at playing his instruments, and the music that he creates is awful. Awesome. I'm looking forward to many an evening entertaining the crowds at our tavern with you. Oh, you have a tavern. Why does no one ever mention that they have a tavern? We've been busy killing gelatinous cubes and basilisks. And we walked for how many hours and nobody mentioned they had a tavern? Uh, you know. Not to mention your tavern's a crap hole right now. <laughs> tavern would call it with a, a generous description of the structure that we technically own. Ooh, we should call it beer hole. <laughs> no. No. That's been voted down. Once again, listeners, if you have a better idea. <laughs> I walk over to the rubble that's blocking our way forward and start moving it. Okay. <laughs> I check out the treasure. I walk through the path that's open that you talked about. Yeah, I figured that was probably a better idea. There's a I path? I just didn't want to mention it. You never mentioned a path. Yeah, I did. Yeah, he did. There's a basilisk in the path. I'll show you. Let's see. Where's the map? Okay, here's the map. Uh, yeah. Right there is the way down. See yeah, where and this path yep, is along clear. <laughs> I I pick, up, I pick up a cool-looking rock, look at the rest of you, and say, I just wanted a cool-looking rock and put it in my pack. Was there actually treasure in this room? Yeah, there was yeah. that big pile with the and I, falcon on it, remember? 
And I'm looking at it, and I pick up the Millennium Falcon to see what it is. You didn't want to pick up the turtle? <laughs> well, I was going to sit on it later, Oh, okay. But I wanted to um, what do I want to make this treasure? I hadn't thought of anything cool yet. You guys just want money? Sure. It's just okay. a pile of coins. Big hunk of gems. Uh, we want enough money to get the... This is out of character. Enough money to get the tavern functional, and Caius has a crap load of booze. Okay. Um, but you don't know that yet. Let's go with uh, 8000 apiece. Wow. Okay. Good. Unless that's not level appropriate, but Ring. I have no clue anymore because they don't list that sort of thing anymore, so... Yeah, that brings guys up to almost 10,000 gold. I was looking at a pre-built adventure, and normally you don't get more than, like, 500 gold for the whole party at once. At what level? Fifth. Seriously? I'm giving myself 80 plat. Fine, I'm going to give each of you instead 2,000. You had to say something, Yoni. Yeah, yeah. I, that's my job. I'm yeah, the yeah. kill cleric. Because I had almost 18,000 <laughs> gold because I've never spent any of the money that I've gotten. Yeah, what I'm going to do um, is look up appropriate, like, all the different stats for your tavern that have tiers, tiers 0 through 10, and it's going to cost a certain amount to raise each stat up by a certain, you know, amount. So I'm going to have to look at some numbers and kind of see how they wiggle to see what it would cost to get your in up. Some of them we'll have to get through adventuring, like... You know, maybe you want a higher quality food, you're going to need to negotiate with a merchant who actually, like, imports, you know, food items or whatever to get a better quality of stuff. That kind of thing. So we'll see where that goes. It'll be fun. All right, so two Gs for all y'all. All right, <coughs> so we're going to walk down a tunnel? Yep. <clears throat> so is there actually, like, a sewer grate in the ground that we got to go down? Yep. Or is it covered, down? or is it... Uncovered. Uh, it's covered with what you see there, so rusty iron. So we could probably break it off. If you're a Balasar, sure. Yeah, somebody with strength. Yeah. Uh, I'll walk over and start to rip it up. Give me a check. Where are we? We are actually Upper right, right there. Upper right of the map. Uh, just a strength check or an athletics check? Uh, strength. Okay. Uh, 13. Okay. Where's Hill Cave Hill? Not it's here. not on the map yet. Where's our Millennium Falcon in this? <laughs> Because he was getting silly. He's also a turtle. (laughs) Whoa, I heard that echo. Um, Alright, after like ten minutes, you managed to pry all the bars free. Okay. Alright. Down you go. So it's taking him a long time to pry the bars free? Yeah. I'm going to grab hold one of them. And with my 25, I'm going to pull him open. (laughs) That's a lot of strength. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. He said he was muscly. The grape pops free and clangs against a far wall. Clang, clang. Makes a lot of noise. Oh, yeah. How are we going to get down there? Like, is there a ladder? Nope. You jump. How deep is it? Doesn't matter. You jump. No, but you might hurt yourself at the bottom. I jumped down the hole. Yeah, boy. This is very reminiscent of Traveler, when you rip your arm off. (laughs) (laughs) But this time my dexterity is, like, ridiculous. This is true. I'm a really dexterous monk. Okay. Dwarf. You fall for about... See, I know my science model. About three seconds. Which is pretty darn far. Yeah, that is really far, And splash into a, a deep pool of... It feels like water. It's kind of dark, so you're not entirely sure, but... All right. It's got about the same viscosity of water. And if any gets in your mouth, it doesn't taste like anything particularly horrible. How deep is it? Oh, it's comfortable down here. Just some water. All right. 
I jump in. Um, <laughs> I try to move out of the way. Does that <laughs> have a light? <clears throat> Wait, how many of you guys have like dark vision or whatnot? I have dark vision. Not I. So two of you? Not I. Yeah, okay. what did I see before I told him to the jump? Two have a lantern. Elias, would you, you know, light up the room a little bit? That'd be great. Do you have a torch? I do. Yes. So what you see is um, the inside of a stone, well-masoned building slanted at an angle um, with a, like a doorway on the far side. And like there's kind of just rubble and debris around, nothing that you can recognize. Um, and the water flows kind of out through the floor on a, on a opposite corner, so you're guessing it like goes under a crack or something. The stone that's down here is a very dark color, like a dark ash gray, and it's unadorned. Okay. Oh my, is there like a, a ledge or something? Um, yeah. Like side as, as you go near where the door is, the floor slants up above the level of the water, so you're able to... It's like slanted at like a 10 degree angle. I see anything in the water. No? Okay. It's dark, so I assume you can't really see vision. under the water. Yeah. So I can see under the water. I don't know. How far can you see under the water, though? That would be a question. But if I can see it in a dark cave... That's true. Seeing under dark water would be no different. <laughs> you don't really see anything in the water. It's, okay. it's just water. <coughs> but it's cleaner than the sewer water from earlier. No, it's made of the sewer water. It's no. what was trickling down. But so it, it does taste, taste bad. It doesn't taste bad. Well, you know, I'm sure you didn't, like, gulp it down. I didn't taste it. I mean, can... There's no floaters, if that's what you mean. Okay, good. Doesn't smell bad either. No. But it actually smells extremely musty down here. Seems clear. I yell up the hole. Hmm. I jump in. Oh, you just close the blinds. You want the sunlight? No. No? Alright, yeah. Oh, yeah. Good point. Sounds exciting. I head over to the door, and, uh, Look at it. The doorway. Door. Okay, there's no door. There's no door. Okay, look into the doorway. <clears throat> Technically, you're looking out of, but anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a large... Or do you, have, you have dark vision, right? I do. Okay, there's a large cavern in front of you, um, the ceiling of which varies in height greatly. At some points, it's fairly low. and other points, it's, it recedes pretty far. Um, and what you see before you looks very much like a cemetery or a crypt. Uh-oh. Um except that it's fairly flooded. So you're guessing, or it looks like just about everywhere in it, or probably about 80% of it is under at least a few inches of water. So three or four inches or more. Some parts you can tell are much deeper, like we only see the top of some, you know, crypt sticking out, and others are, you know, a lot more shallow, where you can actually even see, like, the, you know, the stone or dirt beneath, you know, the the standing water. So it smells very dank, kind of like a swamp or a, or a bog. And you have a bad feeling about this. <laughs> <laughs> so Under, I guess underground cemetery. <clears throat> all right, I jump down. I get all my stuff bundled up. Do perfect jumping position that I read in the book once from jumping into water from a high distance. <laughs> Does he know to swim? That's a great question. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's never an opportunity to let that. Uh oh. <laughs> I carefully uh, climb down. Wait, well, he's going to be floundering. All right. <laughs> so you hit the water and start to sink. And then I just start going, like, I'm trying to do technique I read in a book of swimming, but I'm like, nope. nope so uh-oh. the the dwarf, you hear frantic splashing behind you. 
<laughs> I jump into the water. Assistance. <laughs> I go and help him. Thank you. I hit him over the head and knock him out. Knock him <laughs> to the ground. <coughs> awesome. Yeah. So, uh, give me a climbing check, Hillcade Hill. Because you're not really climbing down a surface that was meant for climbing. I'm going to take water walk next level. Is this going to be dex? Uh, yeah, probably. I think that's an appropriate check. Twenty-one. Oh. <laughs> you climb all the way down to safety and then just drop into the water from a few feet. <laughs> <laughs> Don't sound so disappointed. But I am. <laughs> what were you going to do to me? Never mind. I don't want to know. I was going to make it so whatever you rolled, I'd do 20 minus that, and that would be how many, like that times five would be how many feet you fall. Ah. So it was going to be directly related to how badly you roll. But you rolled over at 20, so can't really do anything to that. All right, you're clear. So next we have... Caius. Uh, yeah, Caius is left. Yeah, I jumped out. In plate. Yep. Okay. Sploosh, I guess. And then you sink about 10 feet. I know. Why not? Because I have a plus 11 athletics, and I'm just going to swim. <laughs> but with all that weight? Is that physically yep. possible? Wait, what? plus 11? Yeah, I have a plus 11 athletics. He's got a, he's got a 20. Okay, that's great. 20 I have a 20 strength, and my proficiency bonus is doubled for athletics. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, yeah, I forgot about that. That makes sense. I'll want to look up later to see if that is possible, if you can overcome weight with just pure skill, because it's weird, but... For now, I'll let it. It doesn't matter right now. So you can overcome weight with with um, a combination of strength and skill. Yeah, I guess that makes sense because if you had like a motor underwater and it could push upwards strong enough, the Navy SEALs do it all the time. Yeah, they, oh, they, they carry lots of gear. That's true. Gear. That's true. All right, you're good. You you swim in your so, full yeah, plate. Yeah, that's a twenty-seven on my like a Navy SEAL. Arr, 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 arr. Yep, you swim like a Navy SEAL. Yep. In full plate. Yes. In full plate. Okay. Alright, once everybody's down, I start to cautiously walk into the next room. Looking at the floor, looking at the ceiling. <laughs> Can I make a religion check? Well, the next room isn't a room, it's the cavern. No, it's the cavern. The next so we see the caverns. Can we see, like, gravestones poking out of the water? Yeah, so picture this place as being, like, a very, very large graveyard. Mm -hmm. So there's some areas where it's just headstones arrayed in rows, some areas where you see, like, mausoleums. You know, like, there's fences kind of separating everything all over the place. But it looks like it's at least a foot deep uh, water. In most places, yeah. Can or I roll deeper. a religion check to see if... I guess technically this would be a necropolis. Yeah. If we really want to go awesome with it. That sounds fun. Can I roll a religion check to see what kind of graveyard or religious... Sure. Um, and there are ghosts. There is a lot of ghost light around. So you guys see, like, ethereal blue flames... What? You know, pinpointing the graveyard all around the place. Like, but they're ghosts? So Are they ghost po? lights? Yeah, they're Poe. Okay. Totally catching with bottles. So I, I kind of unconsciously touch a pendant at my, my chest. So I do have a um, 
mandate from the Mages Guild that if we run into any uh, vampires, full-blooded, so to speak, that we uh, that I take care of them. So if we run into any, would the rest of you be interested in a little side trip? Okay. I don't see why. Are they sexy vampires? Aren't all vampires sexy? You make an excellent point. It's one of the. <laughs> all right. No, no, only dwarves are. Well, no, there's the seductive kind of vampires, and then there's the raging kind of vampires. I pull out a book. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> I'm new to this. At least there wasn't the last edition. <laughs> so uh, let Yanni finish his thing, then I have a thing. Yeah. So twelve religion. No. For what are you looking for specifically? I'm trying to see what kind of like religious symbols might be on any of these. Alright. Um you peer around for a couple of minutes looking at a few headstones and etc. And you don't discern any one particular like religious bent. This doesn't seem like it was a graveyard for one god. Or one race. Or, or... one race, yeah. So there's you're you know, there's just a lot of everything. Can here. I do a history to figure out how old this is? Sure. Because that's another thing I'm good at. Uh, the same 12. Okay. Those are the two. I've got a plus eight in both of those, and I rolled a four for good, both of them. Good job. Um, somewhere on the north side of 400 years. Okay. Could be a lot older than that. You're not entirely sure, but I'd say 400 to 600 mm-hmm. is the number I'll give you. Uh, you see the dwarf wandering around with a glass bottle going... Whoosh. Elias, what are you doing? I'm looking at trying to find out if we're in danger. They're dead. We're not in danger. Not everything stays dead. Mm. Did run into those. Also, I'm trying to see if those. Um, yeah. What What is a ghost light? I'm sorry. We walk over. I'm gonna. After that, I'm gonna walk over to him. There's a little blue flame just floating in the sky. Yeah, if so some, sometimes ghost light is nothing more than, like, just say swamp gas, you know, some sort of methane-type thing caught on fire. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's, uh, you know, just a trick of the light, and sometimes it's actually some sort of supernatural thing. Dead people Does it actually water. look like a flame? Yeah, this one actually looks like a flame. Is it actually hot? Do you try putting your hand in it? I'm not trying to catch it. He's been trying to catch it with a bottle. Oh, for legit? For legit. All right, you actually do manage to swipe it into a bottle. You seal the bottle, and about ten seconds later, it fades. Is it gone, and does it reappear where it was before? Nope. It's just gone. Don't put out all our lights. <laughs> okay. Um, do we see any... Is it? Can we see an exit from this room, other than the one we came in? Once again, you're in a it's, cavern. Yeah, how big is it? So it's that, it's that it's big. It's big. So we can't see... Like, in almost all directions, you can kind of just see... Black, it just turns black. Stu- yeah, it just fades into the darkness. Okay. <clears throat> Except the direction behind you. There's like a wall behind you that's slick with water. Yeah. That's where we came from. Should we go around or straight through? I think we, through. Yeah, I think we should go straight through. Is it like a bog? Or a mire? Kind of, yeah. Think of it like... Um, like there's been standing water here for a long time. So in the areas where the water's been standing, the stones are discolored. A lot of them broken apart. You know, but like most of the water's no deeper than this, about is a foot. It, is it maze-like or? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And we need a stick. Yeah. So my next question is: Is it like the um, 
the bog in Lord of the Rings. No, less less um less boggy than that. Okay, less plants. Okay, yeah, so less plants. Not so not so mean. Like I'm trying to think of like a good analogy, like what what I've seen that would look like this. I can't think of very many like cemeteries and movies. Mm-hmm. It's like if you took a cemetery at one foot of water. And then extend it for miles in each direction. Right, and let there be a lot of upheaval. Maybe not miles, but it goes far. Okay. So it's like Arlington National Cemetery that's been flooded and underground. Yeah, that's probably... Well, the hill. with more fences, kind of just randomly crisscrossing it and dividing yeah. places. And well, a little more gothic. Yeah, so Arlington... Oh, actually, okay, that's true. Arlington is like that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Start to move through it, and um, as I'm going through, I'm going to... Have a book out. I'm gonna, I want to look for vampire signs. So you're reading and walking. Yeah, reading yeah. in the dark isn't good for your eyes. Get I have dark vision. vision. I know. It's so okay to be good for your eyes. Uh, <laughs> yes, I am reading and walking. Okay. It, it, this is this. You guys see, this is rare for me because now I'm I'm actually focused on a book and not really focused on my surroundings, which That's is okay. not IRL. I walk. I read all the time. Well, yes, I'm just saying it, what he's doing is out of his typical character. Oh, okay. All right. I kind of want to grab an artifact or something to take back. After eh, 15 or 20 minutes of walking through, um, you guys come to a part where uh, it looks like the only way to really go in front of you is um, into this courtyard, and you can see like a crypt entrance at the far end of the courtyard. Mm-hmm. And due to the DM railroading you, there's like tall mausoleums or whatever to the sides. Like the only way to really get past here is going to be to go through that crypt. Hmm. Can we go over the mausoleums? No. <laughs> How about under them? <laughs> so, like, the ceiling comes down at this point? Yeah, yeah, just there a we crypt go. in front of us? Ceiling comes hey. down at this point, so it's kind of like, it's a barrier in front of you. It's like, yep. Does it start feel like, is it full of water? There's about or can we see? three inches of standing water in this courtyard. Does it Does it feel like the, the walls are closing in around us? Well, some of them actually are, so, you know, not like actively, just as you went. So who, does anyone... We've got only these little ghost lights lighting their place, so it's pretty dark. No, I have my lantern out. Oh, yeah, you've got your lantern, right, I forgot. Okay. I, I pull out a scroll if, you know, we want to sit down for a couple hours. I could, uh... I give, us, give us some flame. Yeah. Uh, we could take a rest. Yeah, a long rest would be tired. good. Save point before a boss battle, is that what you guys are all doing here? <laughs> and, and, Pretty uh, much. yeah. Basically, drink in some red potion. Yep. All right, you rest. Okay, okay. so I don't stop you. I don't want to. So, uh, mechanics question: Are we taking a short rest or a long rest? Which um, do you guys need? Do I get any spells back on a short rest? No. No. Okay. Do wizards? No. Well, we can yes. recover some, yes, but I've already done that for today. Oh. Um. Yeah. Do you need a long rest? I mean, I've got like one spell left. Let's take a long rest. <laughs> That's a not probably a good idea. I'm not really sure where to sleep. Well, so we're actually taking foreshadowing. Blue potion. No, I'm just saying it's probably a good idea. Well, can we step inside the mausoleum? Is it drier in there? Um, you can't. The so door... the, the big tall mausoleums, not the crypt, but the tall mausoleums on our sides. Can we check out those and see if they are dry and sealable? Um, there is one next. Uh, like, you know, one or two down the line that does look like it's a, a mostly empty chamber. Yeah, let's go in that one. any place without water on the floor? 
That one's pretty pretty dry. It's slanted, you know, mostly above the water. Yeah. Okay. And we can keep take a long rest. Take a long rest. We should have people keep watch, I suppose, probably. Depends on how well we conceal the um, the mausoleum. Pretty well. You guys can move a large door and mostly close it. The hinges are totally rusted, but enough pushing and you're able to get it to have some semblance of mostly closed. Hmm. Really loud. I think we can just take a... I don't think we need... Um, uh, watch. Watch. I mean, we would hear them in the water or opening those hinges. Okay. Yeah, that sounds good. Alright. Alright, so, does that mean I can the next day prepare my level, my third level spells? Yeah. Yep. So I can prepare. <coughs> Wait. You can you re-choose all of the spells that you have prepared. Right. But and I can choose one more now though. Yes. And all of you do not have to continue to have the same number of spells prepared of each level or anything like that. Mm-hmm. And you can prepare more spells of a level than you can cast. If you want options. Ah. Mm-hmm. But then that means I gotta do less of something else. Yes. I think Revivify sounds very good to me. Have you seen that? So while while Yanni is doing that, can we go ahead and keep moving? Yeah. Yeah. That actually wouldn't be a bad idea. I was looking up something here. Okay. Okay. So we take a long rest, and does anything happen during it? Nope. You get the heebly jeebly's. From sleeping in a dungeon crypt. Yep. No, All right. I've slept in worse. Oh, I haven't. So back in that <laughs> courtyard, um, you guys see in one corner sort of the blasted, well, not blasted, very twisted, mostly decayed remains of a tree. Um, in the middle, there's a fountain that's long since overgrown with muck, and there are five statues spread around the courtyard as well. Um, there's a statue of. Uh, to make sure I get this right. A statue of a ranger. <clears throat> a ranger, a druid, a paladin, a fighter, and a wizard? Yeah, how'd you know? Um, and let me guess, there are, is a sword, an axe, a staff, a bow, and a dagger um, scattered about? Yep. Uh-oh. Just I already read the thing, I'm guessing, at least I to did. some extent. What thing? So oh, when you guys you. head up to the door of the crypt, <clears throat> there's a long amount of text etched into it and a pedestal to the side. Ooh. And, um, Younger, I'm going to go ahead and read this to everybody so that it saves your voice. Yes, thank you. (coughs) It says, The five of us were heroes, known in both fame and deed. Yet all of us did die, paying for our blindful greed. To kill a dragon, we told ourselves, would be our final glory. But all went wrong, and here I lie, so read our final story. Of the five of us, we're sad to say that one died at the start. The trials of the dragon's cave proved too much for his heart. Later at the campfire, the wizard to Eldarin did say, With what we saw, you think it best for the archer to lead the way? The ranger, not using the bow, stood behind the fire to ponder. They all mourned Orm, and the archer not, had he only been stronger. 
The druid died with the end in sight, betrayed by the lone survivor. One died at the very start, and one died of old age. Of the two above, one used a staff, and the other one a fighter, and no one ever argued that Thumgood was the best mage. Willis and the dagger wielder fell to the dragon's rage. The axe wielder outdid Orem, living to an older age. The paladin outlived Thumgood, speaking well of his name, while Thumgood outlived the swordsman, also doing the same. Vorok was not the axeman. With that he was no good. Neither was he the one who died from hair as white as snow. That one always favored weapons made mostly of wood. All I can say is that he was expert with either staff or bow. I died last, the only one who got to spend my gold. So tell me now, good reader, what weapon did I hold? Place it upon the pedestal and do not act too fast, for if your guess is wrong, this act shall be your last. <clears throat> bum, bum, bum. Puzzle time. Yep, I haven't done a puzzle this whole campaign yet. So. It's a so logic it says, puzzle. It is a logic puzzle. Ah, logic puzzle. And if I remember, because I actually do have it as a PDF, I will totally upload it to the website so that hey. listeners can... And if we forget, please email us. <coughs> yes, please yes. do, because I really will. I do want to put it up with that episode. Um, so. During... Two of them say... So on the sheet, it says two of them say during the boss? Yeah. One's capitalized, though. That doesn't matter. No. All right. So then we just start crossing off boxes? Yep. Just do the logic puzzle. This took me forever to, to... Like, I actually took it based on another puzzle. Oddly enough, it was a puzzle based off Little Women. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I very, very much reskinned it. And then it took me, like, forever to rhyme. All right. Why is writing so? So then, the question is, and this is a a question for sake of the podcast: Do we want to work out the logic puzzle on the uh, episode, or do we want to work out the logic puzzle offline and then come back and have it be done? I think we should do half of it, and then I think we should pause, do half of it. And then come on, see what we've got, and then pause again, and then yeah. So just work for yeah. Pause it, work for five minutes, and come on and say what we've got. Yeah, that all right. Good. All right. So listeners, we're gonna pause here. There'll be a time jump. <clears throat> yep, it'll be great. <laughs> and if you think you can figure out faster than us, I will tell you the actual time it takes the party to figure out. So at the end, so you can see if you're like smarter than us or whatever. Which will be easy to be smarter than us. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, your things are backwards, but okay. What things are backwards? You have the or are you paused? No, not yet. Pause it. Okay, we're back. Um, the party has taken twenty three minutes to get a solution. So, if you think you're a genius, you guys beat that. All right, genius. I guess the bar is pretty low when it comes to <laughs> geniuses in this room. Hmm? All right, PhD, so master's degree, master's degree, like five degrees. Um, he's just plain awesome. Yep. Yeah. He's uh, a bachelor. So old age and a lawyer. Has five degrees. And a lawyer. So lawyer. we so, need yeah. to take the staff. We have determined that we need to take the staff and put it on the thingy. Yes. Sure. Yep. Yes. Mm-hmm. You said when you were born. Yes. Uh, no. That doesn't make any sense. <clears throat> All right. All right. Where are we putting it? Place so it in the on mouth. the pedestal. There's a pedestal. Yeah. yeah. Just to the, the right of where all so the is. It a, is it a real staff or is it like a replica staff? Stone. It's a stone staff. So scattered amongst the, the, you know, 
um, statues in no particular order as a bunch, you know, a bunch of stone weapons that it looked like the statues should have been holding. Mm-hmm. And so you guys pick up the stone staff, place it on the pedestal. Mm-hmm. There's a click, and a section of wall to the left of the dialogue s- slowly slides down. Yay! <coughs> revealing a passageway. Does water start flowing into it? Yay! And there was much yes. rejoicing. Water does start flowing into it. So you guys have now opened uh, Eldarin's tomb. Ooh. Which is cool. Yeah. And that's actually a good place to stop this episode because we're at our normal length. So, cool. A little on the short side, but our episode's very in length. Cool. Kind of crazy. All Until right. next time. Remember, thinking of names for taverns. Yep. It's our outro. Okay. That wraps things up for today's episode of Downfall, our Dungeons and Dragons role playing podcast. If you've enjoyed what you've heard, please consider giving us a five-star rating on iTunes, donating through PayPal on our website, supporting us on Patreon, or spreading the word to your friends. You can send us an email anytime at downfalldnd at gmail.com. We love hearing from fans and love hearing what you guys enjoyed about the show. Thanks for listening.